and Kyle start a podcast. Welcome to the Heat of Command, Mastering the Art of Fire Service Leadership. And we'll throw this out here and be very authentic, as you'll find in the topic that will kind of waver through all of what we talk about is uh, we're shooting from the hip here, and this is new to us. So bear with us as we start this podcast and uh, we'll introduce ourselves and I'm going to let Kyle introduce himself first. And we're going to share our stories about how we ended up meeting each other and kind of traveling around the country talking about what we love to share. So Kyle. Yeah, it's great being here, Carrie. I'm really excited to get this going and you hit it right on the head. Talk about, you know, we're going to be talking about authenticity and here we are. Uh, being our authentic selves and trying to do a podcast and get some social media stuff going. And me and you know nothing about this stuff. So uh, for our audience, bear with us as we uh, learn some of this stuff and and continue to build uh, our podcast and our social media. But we feel really passionate about the message we want to spread. So instead of waiting around trying to figure out all these nooks and crannies of how to start a podcast, it was, let's just go for it. Let's just do it. Let's be ourselves. And hopefully you enjoy our message and you can share with us some of your insights as well on our social media as we get going and talk about introspection and authenticity. So my name's Kyle Matusik. And first and foremost, I'm a father and a husband. I raised two girls, seven and eight years old. This is actually our first year with them in school full time. So it's a little bit different for us and kind of that change in seasons of life, if you would, but an exciting, exciting time as well. Professionally, I'm a firefighter. I'm a company officer where I've been for the last 13 years and a proud veteran of the U.S. Coast Guard, where a lot of the foundational leadership we're going to talk about uh, really stems from the great leaders that I worked with in the military. So I, I, I'm excited to share some of that with you as well. You know, the biggest thing we're going to talk about when it comes to introspection and authenticity is not really what leaders need to be, but how to get there. We're going to have those tough conversations. We're going to go into uncomfortable places, and we're going to challenge you to really be an exceptional leader for years and years to come. So that's a little bit about myself. I look forward to sharing more and providing more information and talking to everybody out there and sharing our insights on what we think leadership needs to be. So and I cannot do this without Carrie by my side. Our message is really profound when we're together. You know, separately, we were just talking about how it's not that effective, but together we really kick butt and I'm, I'm really excited for our future. So Carrie, what about you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. And I love that you always start off with that you're a dad and you're a husband. And I think that is kind of the home base of a lot of what we talk about and the importance of our message is uh, knowing where you come from and, and knowing what's important to you, know, knowing what you value. And we'll get into deep dives of authenticity and introspection, which is kind of going to be our topic today to get get us off the ground because it's, it really leads us into everything else that, that Kyle and I talk about and, and like to tell our stories about. So it's important for you guys to know not just professionally what we're about. And so Kyle starts that way. And I, I do the same when I meet people, when I used to introduce myself, especially when I would speak or um, teach somewhere in fire service, I would always say, yeah, I'm Carrie Henderson and I'm a firefighter and I've been a firefighter for 23 years. And I am 110% proud of that. And I will never change how proud I've been and how blessed I've been on career that I've had. But now when I introduce myself, I'm a mom first and I'm a wife first and I'm a Christian. 
Um, and, and that's my foundation. And when I change those things, and and I love that you guys will get to hear Kyle and I's personal story because it is important professionally. Um, but when I changed my kind of how I saw myself and, and what was important to me, it made all the difference, not just for me personally, but for me professionally as well. It made me a much better leader, a much better coworker, uh, a much better subordinate, all, all of those things. So yes, I am a mom. I have an 11-year-old and I have two awesome bonus kiddos um, that are, uh, are amazing. And I, I I can't say enough about them. I'm, I'm a wife too. Like I said, been in the fire service 23 years, started as a volunteer firefighter, like a lot of folks out there, been a professional firefighter for over 20 years. And I am a battalion chief um, right now in the training division where I work. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. And I think next we should probably tell them about, about how we met because it's kind of a crazy story. It is a crazy story. And <laughs> I, I like how you hit on, you know, a, a lot of words you're going to hear throughout us speaking is authenticity, identity, and how those relate, like who we are at our core. And then how that self-reflection plays a big role in in all of that. So that's kind of where we're going. And we're going to have a lot of fun talking a lot about a lot of different things. So getting us going, you know, Carrie is the first place winner of the first ever Darley Nationwide Essay Contest. And she wrote a, a report, an essay on authenticity and how to be an effective company officer and how to exhibit exceptional leadership on the company officer level. I took second place. I was, you know, the first loser that a lot of people say, but I'm proud to be next to her in, in that endeavor because our topics really go hand in hand, talking about introspection and authenticity. Uh, so we entered that essay contest and it gave us a opportunity to meet for the first time in Texas. And Carrie, if you want to talk about our first experience there in Texas and speaking at Teeks. Yeah. So Darley, um, Darling Company is an amazing company that that really we we owe a ton of thanks to getting us off the ground and that essay contest that they, they are now doing annually. They're just wrapping up um, judging for their their second year for for the contest, but it's basically writing about leadership, different topics in leadership. And we wrote about, like Kyle said, exceptional company officer leadership, first and second place winner. And they give us Darley and introduces us to the leadership of Teeks, Texas A&M's. Uh, leadership traveling symposium, and they give us the opportunity. Does one of us want to speak? So Kyle and I bounce it back and forth. We have never met before in person. We meet for the first time over Zoom and hadn't read each other's articles at that point, decided to share each other's articles. And we're like, hey, wait a minute. And it's one of those aha moments where you read something and you're like, man, this is exactly what I've been trying to say. And Kyle and I just kind of say it in our own versions and, and, and they meshed really, really well together. So we pitched the idea, could we speak together? And they bid on it. I think the, the Teeks folks were probably a little nervous because a Kyle and I had never met and we were going to co-teach having never been even in the same state together. Uh, Kyle's from Illinois and I'm from Virginia. So we meet for the first time in person in Texas and we present the very next day. And it, it was great. It was just one of those things because we just were ourselves and we told our stories and, and it was so well received because I, I, you know, I don't know about you guys, but when I go to see someone teach or speak, as long as they're real and honest and, and not trying to make 
you know, pull one over or be someone they're not, I almost always enjoy at least listening to someone tell their story. Um, so it, it was a great experience. And since then, we've been to several other states and other conferences and, and growing. Yeah, it's really interesting to travel and see what other organizations and states and the issues that they're facing and talking to different audiences and age groups and you get the feedback and uh, it, it's definitely been a fun journey. And that first, you know, Teeks is always going to have a uh, uh, spot in our hearts on where we started, you know, and I always look forward to, you know, in two years from now, when we come back and listen to our first podcast, we're probably gonna be like, man, that was so terrible. <laughs> uh, but what's really exciting for us is being invited back to speak at these. And in 2024, uh, Carrie and I will be back at Teeks. Uh, speaking there in January at their Leadership Symposium. And if you've never been there, it's a, a great place to listen to some great leaders really speak and talk about leadership and how to get there and uh, some challenging times. So, that, so that's uh, pretty exciting where we started and where we're at now and where we're going. So where we're going is, you know, that word authenticity and introspection and kind of how they relate. So Carrie, you know, you talk so well about authenticity and give us a little background on how you view that, how you got there, and really how that's enabled you to be an effective leader. Okay. Um, that's hard. That's, it, it's, you ask me that every time we speak and every time I'm like, this is the <laughs> hardest question on the planet, but it shouldn't be because this is what I write about and this is what I love. Um, well, it's so just I, you want to get it yeah. right, you know, yeah, and, and that's yeah, what I it do. is. Like, we really want to get it right. And, and, and I love that it's difficult because if it were simple, you know, everybody would be out there just living their best lives and, and doing it. Um, but it is it is more complicated than it sounds. So I alluded to it a little bit in, in my intro when I talked about when you travel around in the fire service world and, and you go, you sign up for classes and there's all of those, you know, entry level classes, maybe at state level or National Fire Academy or wherever you're going. And you think you're going to take this class or you're going to sign up for multiple classes. And there's going to be this formula that someone's going to give you. And they're going to say, step one, do this. Step two, do this. And it's going to, you're going to turn into this perfect leader because this person who you really like is a good leader and you can just follow their formula. Well, for me, my, my kind of story was I thought I'll take all these classes and the more classes I took, I was kind of, kind of almost more confused or more not confused, but not, I was almost, I felt further away from where I wanted to be because I was not developing personally myself or, you know, in, in that direction. And it wasn't until I took a class uh, in, in Virginia, they offer, it's called the um, Virginia Fire Chiefs Association has a company officer week-long class. And I, I went there right after I got promoted to captain and, and we did a lot of work on values. And so when I talk about authenticity, I, I always marry that with, with values. And so when you, when you ask me about authenticity, I always say it's not I can't define it. It's a feeling. It's a feeling of knowing yourself well enough and knowing how you react in certain situations and, 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 and knowing your values well enough that, that you can just be yourself. And it's not just the good parts of yourself. It's knowing you know, what, what upsets you or what sets you off and, and the stuff that you're not super proud of sometimes and how you, how you react in certain situations. And I'm, I'm not saying that 
embrace your badness and just don't do anything with it, but you're working on them. You're constantly working on things um, to, to make things better. But authenticity to me is it's, it's always a feeling and, and you can tell when you're being authentic with other people and you can tell when you're being an authentic leader because it feels like you and it feels, it feels good. It, 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 I could, I can always tell if, if I'm doing something that isn't quite in my authentic wheelhouse, and I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but like if I'm doing something that's not me and I'm trying to do it a different way, someone else's way, I'm like, ugh, I didn't feel right. That was not, not how I wanted to handle that. And I think if you look back at a lot of experiences you've had where you're not super proud of how you handled a situation professionally, it's, it's a lot of that is probably goes back to you were trying to be, you were inauthentic in, in the way you handled it. And if you know yourself well, um, and, and we'll talk later about setting values and how I did that, but that to me is, is being authentic is, is a feeling. It's more of a feeling. So, so to kind of jump on that and continue down that road of authenticity. So real quick question, because I believe this to be true. Do you think all of us have essentially this God-given purpose? Like we're all different. We all have a strength. We all have weaknesses. And when we find out what that strength really is, what we're meant to do here is that being our authentic self. That's that's a tough time. You are coming at me with some tough stuff today. Yes. Yeah, uh, I do. I, I do believe that. And I think you know, I've bounced around and tried a bunch of different things to find my yeah. fit. Yep. And, and, and I do believe, you know, God has set us, set us on a path and, 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 and knows, you know, kind of what we'd be good at. And, and when we try to do something different, we, you know, I think we can, you can study and practice and train for whatever you're doing and you can be decent. But yeah, I do. I do believe that, that there is something out there that you're set to do. Yeah. And then it's almost like, you know, once you learn that and and start to realize like, hey, I got something that nobody else has. And if I bring this to the table, like it works and it feels good and the, everything, all is right with the world and everything makes sense. You know, and a lot of times I think we see, especially in the fire service, I mean, that's where me and you live a lot. So I'm sure it happens a lot in society as well, where we go to the classes, like you said, and we just try to be this person that we see, you know, a, a, Big line we hear in the fire service, well, it's always been that way. It's always been that way. Well, it doesn't always have to be that way. And is that who you really are? You know, as we evolve in the fire service, you know, we're evolving as people and bringing our authentic self, our true identity into the industry is is very vital to that growth and that constant evolving, or you just stay stuck and you're going nowhere fast. Yeah, I, I, I love to talk about you know, going to these classes. And I, I just really thought, and even people that I admire that, you know, before me in my department, well, if I could do it that way, it would work. Or if I could do it that way, it would work. And we go to these classes and sometimes you leave there and you're like, eh, all, he, all that person talked about was what not to do. You know, don't be, or they'll, that, you know, you hear a lot of people say, don't, don't be a bad leader. Or don't, don't criticize in public or don't, you know, but there's never, there wasn't a whole lot out there that I could find that was the soft skills of the fire service. Cause there's a lot of soft skills stuff out there, but it was never really, I don't know. It didn't feel just quite right to me to the fire service and the emotional. When I started 
looking at reading about learning and listening podcasts about emotional intelligence, that to me is what honed in authenticity to me is it's not about listening to someone tell you how to do it. It's about doing work yourself. And and you wrote a whole essay about doing the work yourself. And, and it's, and that work is different for everyone. Your the work you did is completely different than the work I did mm-hmm. to to change to change your life professionally and personally. But it it's it's having a conversation with people that hey, I can't stand up here and tell you do this, don't do this, do this, don't do this. I can tell you be a good human being, treat others, you know, with empathy and compassion, and and how to help you learn to set your values and how to help you learn to set, teach other people to set their values. But I can't give you like a cookbook answer. You know, this is what leadership is. It's, you know, it's, it's you doing the work. So I think now is the time for you to talk about introspection and how that relates to authenticity and, and kind of what made you look at that. where did you, where how'd you come up with that? Yeah, I, I remember when this essay came out, I was like, I'm going to enter it, you know, and I just thinking to myself, like, how do I portray what I'm feeling, like what I really mm-hmm. feel about leadership and what it looks like? How do I put that a pen to paper? And, you know, writing it down was fairly easy. And I right away, it came to that word like self-reflect, like looking at yourself. And then I just went on, you know, Google and was like, what's a synonym for self-reflection? And it came up with this cool word. So I was like, all right, that's what we're going to use. Uh, so it was really about looking within, you know, and there's this, you know, we got to break this one thought when you say, well, self-reflective is selfish and you're worrying about yourself and leadership is everything. But yes, I, I agree. Leadership really isn't about you, but if you're going to become a leader and you're going to become an effective leader, you need to do work on you first. And I strongly believe in that because an environment around you is going to make you be a certain way. Your experiences that you've been through are going to make you a certain way. And is that who you truly are? Is that your true identity? And through kind of my journey and, you know, we'll get into our stories, I think, on another episode a little more in depth. My journey really made me look at me and the things I was doing well and the things I was not doing well in. And one of those areas was, you know, really being an effective mentor and building the new people coming into the fire service and how I was going about it. You know, sometimes our environments in the fire service become extremely toxic, uh, being a part of a toxic environment. Uh, A lot of negativity could uh, happen and, you know, you could partake in that negativity and it just brings down an entire organization and you start to realize like, hey, I have a part in this. This is part my responsibility. I might not like it, so I have to change. So when we look at leadership, yes, it's we, we're not to be selfish, but you have to work on us. The The dictionary defines introspection as a reflective looking inward and in examination of one's own thoughts and feelings. You know, and many of us struggle with this and we see it in all over society today, not just the fire service. You know, it's difficult to look at yourself in the mirror and realize that you have your hand in all circumstances you find yourself in, whether it's through your action or inaction, right? Whether it's by you doing something or not doing anything or saying anything, you have some level of responsibility to the situation. And let's just say you don't have any, there's nothing you can or can't do and it is what it is. Well, then what's your attitude? You know, and do are we portraying a positive attitude and optimistic outlook? Look. And when you start doing that and 
you approach everything with kind of in looking in the mirror first, it changes everything. It changes your personal life, your personal relationship. It changes how you approach issues at work. Um, it literally changes everything. And the most important thing that happens is you stop blaming everybody and everything around you. I mean, look at society today. It's Everything is always somebody else's fault. And we've created so much division uh, in society that you know trickles down into every industry out there, including the fire service. And it's just everybody wants to point fingers, but nobody wants to point them at themselves. Like, I'm good. No, I'm not the problem. I know people say this about me, but I don't think that about me, so I don't need to change. And it's like, no, <laughs> you know, we got to do the work and we got to listen to what people are saying about us. And we got to take that to heart and do the homework on ourselves. And really, that's kind of the, the uh, a summary of introspection and, and reflecting inward to really be an effective leader for years and years to come and passing these traits on to the leaders stepping into the industry today. Yeah, I I agree with that so much. I I want to like smack the table, but you know I know that listeners on in podcast land cannot see me do that. But it, the journey to authenticity is through introspection, and that's you know what the 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 beauty of us meeting and and having these conversations is. I I didn't realize that's what I was trying to say in in my essay about authenticity is that it was introspection and it was me doing the work um, to learn my to set my own values because as a as a kid you know everybody's taught some sort of values you might not be told hey these are your values or these are but you're you know lying and stealing and cheating and all those big ones but when you sit down and do really hard work on you're learning what your really your values are and, and where they come from, it changes your life. Because uh, for me, I, I don't think I had ever really done that work until I was, you know, I was already a leader at that point. And it was messing me up because I didn't have a concrete foundation on what I stood for. I had some ideas of what other people stood for and they, they were fine. But once I really did the work and figured out that that some of mine were a little bit different and that's why I would kind of fall to pieces or I would come unhinged on people because they weren't meeting my values, but I wasn't expressing, I wasn't, I wasn't telling them that I wasn't telling them up front, you know, in my expectations spiel to them, like, this is, this is why um, I expect so much in this area. And I, I'm sure we can do a whole podcast episode on how to set values and, and the, and the different values and where they come from and, and, figuring out why you ended up with the values that you end up with and how they change throughout your life and what you can do with them to set expectations. Because once you do that work, man, you can really set some high expectations for the people that you work with and, and, and for yourself as well. Yeah. And you know, the thing with the fire service, I think it's a very challenging environment to actually make these changes. You know, we all know, you know, year one probation, you do something, you know, kind of stupid and that lives with you your entire career, you know? Mm -hmm. So people generate this idea about you and that stays with you regardless of how much change you try and do or what road you try to go down. It's always that constant pullback into who you always used to be. So it's challenging in this environment, just the way we live our environment, the way the culture is, the way the culture has developed and lack of uh, evolving to where we are in society today, uh, I believe. And it makes it a very challenging environment to take an introspective journey to become authentic in the fire service. And that's why we want to have these conversations and talk about this stuff 
stuff and and grow that support system because it is possible if you have the right people in your corner and you take on these challenges but it's not easy you know none of the stuff we're talking about is for the faint-hearted right this is really extremely challenging work to be an effective leader it's not you don't get to wake up one day and be like i'm a leader i got promoted i got a bugle i got two bugles i got five you know that doesn't that that does nothing. Um, that that doesn't necessarily mean you're a leader. It's are you willing to do the work to make sure that you develop uh, values that enable you to be an effective leader today and for years and years to come, and to provide that environment for others to do so. I think is really one of the most important parts to um, being an effective leader is establishing that environment and you know changing a culture and shifting a culture to where I think it needs to be. I agree. And it it changes so much, not just professionally, but personally. And we've had this conversation before. You're when you do this this kind of work, you yeah, it obviously it makes you a better uh, employee, makes you a better supervisor, coworker, all of that great stuff, but it makes you a better spouse, mm-hmm. makes you a better uh, parent, uh, makes you just a better human being out. Because when you're at the grocery store and you're you're you bump into someone and they cuss you out. And instead of you immediately getting defensive or something and and yelling back at them, you say, hey, this person's probably having a pretty rough day. And it, it was that kind of stuff that we're talking about is is it's not always me it, or it, it, you know, it's it, it, it always has something to do with me and 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 how we react to other people. I think I think it all plays a part. It all kind of comes together. Yeah, and that that you know, that's a good segue to where we're going and talking about empathy and compassion. And you used the word soft earlier, and I can't wait to break some of those myths later on because uh, that's really a lot of fun Thanks, for me Steve. to do. Because <laughs> uh, this isn't safe. This is actually hard stuff, and you know, it, it's who's willing to do the work. Uh, you know, one of the quick stories on introspection. And I was posed a question just the other day about if knowing what you know now, essentially, uh, is there anything in the past that you wish you would have approached different? Like, what did you do wrong and what would you do today? And I always think of one person, uh, his name is Zach. Give a shout out to him. Uh, But early on in my career, I was a mentor within our organization and I mentored people, uh, the new people coming in our organization. I was kind of a jerk, you know, to put it uh, nicely. <laughs> uh, you know, I kept a lot of that military bearing and I thought everybody needed to have, you know, the motivation and dedication that I did and needed to live, breathe everything, the fire service all the time. And if you didn't, I made sure that you knew. And every time you messed up, I made sure you knew. And, you know, he was not a big fan of me to say the least, <laughs> uh, for rightfully so, you know, and I look back at that and I was like, man, I was a jerk and I approach these things so bad. Uh, today, uh, me and him are very close friends. Uh, our families always hang out. Their daughter calls me uncle Kyle. Uh, he didn't change. I did, you know, I started to do the work, which wasn't easy. Uh, thankfully he allowed room for me to grow. Um, and you know, where we're at today is just it's so funny what this work can do for you in your life. And like you've mentioned personally, professionally, in every aspect. And it, and it's really getting into the nitty gritty of talking about some real stuff and feelings, emotions, compassion, empathy, and how that actually can raise standards. 
So as we kind of close up, you know, season one, episode one, our first ever podcast, it's actually happened. How cool is this? <laughs> hopefully, Can I get we, a <laughs> hopefully we get at least one listener, you know, uh, but like I said, you know, in two years, when we look back, it's just going to be like, you know, the growth is awesome. And just the time that we have spent together and have gotten to know each other. And every time we go out and speak, it's just crazy to me how much it has evolved in such a short time. You know, I go back to our first speech and when we first getting together and it's just amazing like yeah i think that but like we were able to go so much deeper now you know it's like speech one we kind of kept surface level and then speech two we got a little deeper and then a little deeper and now it's like yeah this is going really good so it's it's really cool to grow this with you i i do have to say and before before we we finish this episode i i have to say for me personally this isn't just for me sharing the message for me, it has been so much growth for me personally, too, is a lot of stuff that I, I think, like you said, I was on the surface with. But for me, it has made a difference for me. Sharing the message has actually taught me so much about myself, too, and, and more putting so much more work into it. Oh, absolutely. You know, I look at like when you connect with someone that you just meet and you're like, what is it about them that I appreciate so much? And you're like, they're authentic. They're genuine. <laughs> like, I know what it is. You know, it, it, yep. it, it it's exciting. It is really something very exciting uh, to be a part of and continually learn and grow and, and hopefully change some lives out there and, and provide a new innovative uh, stance and vision on what leadership should look like in uh, 2023 and for years to come. Uh, so Carrie, why don't you close us out and give us a, a little teaser on where we're going? Oh, goodness. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think I've thrown out like four teasers already because I want to talk about setting values and what that can do for set, helping you set expectations with um, the people that you supervise, especially as a company officer. Man, that, that that's huge to me. Uh, I would like to talk a little bit, if people are willing to listen, about our faith. Uh, Kyle and I have some, you know, lead like Jesus did ideas that we want to pitch to you guys. And, and, and hopefully you will um, appreciate it as much as, as we do when we talk about it. And um, gosh, what else? Oh, generation stuff. I love to talk about generation stuff because the new generation, man, and I, I'm going to get probably, you know, hate mail, but I love the new generation coming up. And I want to talk about that too. Yeah, we we definitely have to love them, right? It is what it is. <laughs> and us as leaders need to develop and and lead in a way that we're able to maintain and raise our standards with every generation that's coming after us, yeah. right? Like that, And I think we have so much to learn about yes. this generation, learn from them. I'm sorry, learn uh, learn from them. I just I just love them already. Yeah, yeah. We're we're about to jump on a soapbox, but so before yeah, we do, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, tune in next time. Next week we'll have another episode. We are gonna go into our personal stories where we're gonna get a little deep on how we got to where we are in terms of introspection and authenticity. Uh, talk a lot more about empathy and compassion and leading within the four walls of the firehouse and get that real personal side of of how we got there and um, where we're at today and how, how we continue to maintain that. So until next time. Yeah.